Hello and welcome to the first episode of Manchester is Green podcast. Um, why is Manchester green, you might ask? Well, if you can't tell from my voice, I'm Irish, uh, hailing from Dublin in Ireland. Um, I've been a Manchester United fan since I was four four years of age. I'm in my 30s now, so a long time. Um, the reason why I'm starting a podcast is just because I've watched a lot of fan channels from even Arsenal fan TVs to Redman TV to United Stand TV to uh, what was the Red Devils podcast. I'm not sure. I know Stephen Housen and Adam McCullough, who I'm big fans of, uh, they had their channel, which I think is called the Stratford End or something like that now. So that kind of led me to think, <clears throat> make a podcast. If someone hears it, fantastic. If not, I can rant about the annoyance that is Manchester United. Um, so that's why I basically started this. And if you listen to it, welcome. If you're not, you don't hear this. Um, for today's episode, um, I want to take two points. One is Ollie, and one is the players. <clears throat> Starting with Ollie. I suppose the question is, are you Ollie in or Ollie out? If you had to force me to pick one, I'd say Ollie out, 100%. But I'm just, if you want to, my true position is, Ollie, do your damn job. Do your damn job. If you want the job, do it. If you don't, leave. Simple. Um, the first point I thought about with Ollie is, is the board have let him down. Yeah, I agree. But the, at the same time, this board has also invested a billion. I'm not defending the Glaciers. They're, they're parasites. They're destroying the club. But they've also invested a billion pounds sorry i was gonna say euro because i'm from ireland but a billion pounds in this into this squad has just been invested poorly really really poorly you know from moyes um, van gaal Mourinho, and ollie terrible signings and it's just a club amalgamated with you know players from even the ferguson area you know, you know ferguson area is still there with phil jones and david Ahea and and you know chris molly only left recently you know, I think Van Gaal would have most of his players would be gone at this point, I think. Um, but Mourinho's are still there, you know. From the tragic of the Di Maria to Falcao to Sanchez, just one bad sign after another, and it continues. In my opinion, Harun Gore, terrible sign, should never have been spot, or not for 80 million at least. It's not my money, but when 80 million stops you buying someone else, it becomes a problem for the club. So, yeah, the club have let Ollie down. Didn't sign um, Sancho in the summer. Of course, should have signed. Ridiculous how they came about. And we end up with two young right-wingers and Cavani. Jesus, it was so frustrating. One positive, we got Donny van der Beek. One good bit of work that the club actually done was Donny van der Beek. So, oh, look, I'm not defending the Glaciers. Terrible, terrible management. But I think, I hate the argument of the Glaciers are the reason why Ollie's failing. The reason why Ollie's failing is Ollie is a bad coach. And from Ollie to McKenna to Carrick to Phelan, all the way down to the fitness staff, it's a bad setup. Much like the club from top to bottom, it's just a bad setup. You know, obviously we need the director of football. We need Edward Ward moved out and looking at the financial side of stuff. But right now, let's focus on Ollie. Does Ollie deserve the job? In my opinion, no. What has he done to deserve it? I finished third. Yeah, but he finished third because other teams were crap. I mean, if, if, if this is a season where, where Leicester didn't bottle it or we didn't hit that corona pandemic, we, we finished sixth, maybe fifth at a push. We were dire at times. And, you know, people talk about, well, we played quick, expanse football. We didn't. We played counter-attacking football. If you watch most of them matches back, we were not still not great to watch. We just had a 20-30 you know, minute spell where we just destroyed a team. You know, if you look at the likes of 
Liverpool City a couple of years ago, Barca in the day, Madrid, Man United of all weight. We didn't play like that. We we controlled the game. I can't think of a game where we played great from 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 start to finish. Um, so I just don't. Um, I I just don't think Ollie is deserves to be in the coaching job right now. If I think it was anyone else, I think it was Pochettino. I think it was Mourinho. I think it was Van Gaal. I think it was Pep. I think they'd be gone by now. I think Klopp would be sacked by now. Um. Does Ollie deserve time? No, he has two years. He's got hundred, what, two, three hundred million spent, and the football is worse than under Jose Mourinho, in my opinion. Terrible to watch. First thing that we look at is formation. What is the formation like? He, he, he is default one. I think is four, two, three, one, which is a terrible, outdated formation. But he'll switch in a whim. He'll go to five at the back. He'll go to a diamond. He'll go to a 4-3-3. He'll go to a 4-4-2. He'll go to a 4-2-4. And it seems to be when he finds something that works, he goes and uses that again. Look at the diamond, which should never have been used a second time. We just got lucky. But no, lucky isn't the right word. We we, we found out Leipzig that night. We did. But against Arsenal, you knew it was going to happen. Arsenal play wide. Why are we, why are we making it so compact on our side? He just seems to like, oh, this works. I'm going to do this now. That's the way he seems to coach. There's no understanding. You look at Klopp years, and I hate comparing Oli to Klopp because Klopp is a, on a different level, different level Oli. Oli isn't close to him. But you look at Klopp, when he first came in, it was fast-paced football. Klopp is quite, in my opinion, has adapted to even better this year. The, the best coach in the world right now, in my opinion. But he kept going. Even when he hadn't got great players, he kept trying to play the system until he brought the players in because he was drilling that mindset into his players. Oli doesn't do that. Oli just plays his defensive negative Two holding midfielders in front of two poor central defenders, two fullbacks that don't go forward, two wingers that aren't wingers, and a striker. And Martial, in my opinion, should be playing out wide. I love Martial, he's just not a striker, from my opinion. So the formation is terrible. But what are the tactics when we're using formation? Again, we're just sitting back, sitting deep, hit them on the break. Which, in my opinion, I don't even want to do it against Man City. I don't want to do it against Liverpool. I want to attack these teams. But I definitely don't want to do it against West Brom like we did in the weekend. But it was boring 90 minutes of my life. It's so boring that when we score, I can't get excited by it. It's That's how boring it is. It's so boring I have to watch other teams to get excited about football. It's so boring I spend more time on my, on my phone looking at Twitter trying to get angry at tweets than, than, than following the game because nothing happens in it. So what are his tactics? I don't know. It's not, it's counter-attacking, but we don't have the players for counter-attacking. It's just a big divide between defence and, and forward. And he seems to stack the midfield with two joint players and, sorry, two two defensive players in, in McTominay and Fred or, or Matic and Fred or Matic and McTominay. God love us if we ever see that. But yet midfield gets walked through every time. It's like they don't exist. Player West Brom just walk through it every minute. I don't get what his tactics are. People say he has it. Tell me what they are. Show me what they are he doesn't have tactics. He doesn't know what he's doing. And even coming on to his tactics, subs, what are, his subs are so bad. So late, first off. Make no sense half the time. But most time, it's a like-for-like like change. He'll take a defensive midfielder off and put another defensive midfielder on instead of bringing a defensive midfielder off and pushing an attacker up. <laughs> you know, or he'll take 
Wan-Bissaka off and just stick it right back on. Instead of like taking Wan-Bissaka off, sticking Luke Shaw into the centre back, playing a tree across the back and bringing another attacking player on. He just goes like for like. Doesn't have change game, doesn't have the effect game. He just sits the bench. Just sits in the bench, plays negative, negative football. We destroyed Jose Mourinho for this, destroyed him over this. Ollie plays worse football, in my opinion. In my opinion, Jose does it the way Ollie wants to do it. And I hate I hate Jose doing that at Manchester United. I actually quite love Jose as a manager, just don't want him as the manager of Manchester United. I did, because I thought he, he should have come in directly after Ferguson. But again, this board is incompetent and just didn't think right. Um, again, another thing, another problem I have with Ollie is, is people are like, well, the board have let him down. Then call them out, Ollie. Call them out. Call the board out. Anyone, you know, you listen on Twitter or you listen to, to, to Mark Goldbridge on, on, on the United Stand, not so much now, but he would say, you know, if you're Ollie out, you're you're against the club, or but I, I think if you're Ollie in, you're against the club as much because Ollie in is you supporting the Glazers. It is. It's if Ollie was the if Ollie's your man, get it, he has to call out the Glazers, much like Jose did. He he backs them, acts like everything is fine. Everyone knows it's not fine, but Ollie will not call them out. He just he's just delighted to be in the position. That's what he is. He's just he's just delighted to be in that job. He's like someone earning you know a million euro a week, not knowing how to do a job, and just praying to God no one asks him to do anything. So he just gets the money at the end of the week. If you're Ollie in, you're as bad as you are if you're Ollie out. But no, actually, that's, that's not correct. I think Ollie out has have every reason to be Ollie out. I don't see any reason to be Ollie in. And the, 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 the reasoning is that, well, we don't want to go through another cycle. Well, then don't get your manager to, to go against the board because it, it's just going to be the same cycle with Ollie in terms of he's just not going to play very well and we're going to end up in sixth again, playing Europa League again. You know, our, 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 our battles these, these years are. are finishing above Arsenal. That's how bad we are now. We just had to finish above Arsenal. We finish above Arsenal, give the Arsenal fans stick, to, you know, fans a bit of stick, DT and, you know, Robbie and whoever else are on the Arsenal fans. Just give them a load of stick and that's great. That's that's desperate. We slagged Liverpool about that for years. We slagged Arsenal about it for years over Tottenham. Now here we are. Ollie's not the man. He's never going to be the man. I would love to be proven wrong. If Ollie won the Premier League, it'd be fantastic. But I don't want Ollie to win the Premier League playing the way that's okay. That's a stupid point. If Ollie won the Premier League, crack, big class, a crack in time. He's not going to. He's not going to win the Champions League. He probably won't even win a cup. Poch is there. Go get him. Poch is the Poch is built to now. Poch, assuming he can get some guarantees on the the board and get rid of half the team that we don't use, he's the man. To, in my opinion, I want the Poch from. From the Van Gaal sacking, I wanted Poch. Um, when Mourinho's gone, I wanted Poch. When Oli was in inter- interim, I wanted Poch. Oli's first season, I wanted Poch. It's Oli's second season. I still want Poch. Go get Poch. Oli is not the man. If you if you like Oli, great, fair play to you. What I would say to you, if you if if if, if you're Oli in. What has brought you to that position? And what can I say to make you change your mind? What evidence or what facts could I give you to show you my way of thinking? Maybe what I said hasn't been quite factual. It's probably more opinionated. But I'm happy enough to work off stats or facts if that's what you want. If you ever, if you do hear this, feel free to email. The, the email is uh, manchesterisgreenpodcast at gmail.com. Write in. Um, I'm always willing to have a chat. Maybe we'll have you on one day. So we'll leave Ollie for now because I'm getting frustrated. 
Let's move on to the players. Uh, yeah, the squad is good enough. Let's go through it for the players that are, are, are here, not on loan or, or whatnot. So, starting off the goalkeepers, David Takea. He's back to his best, in my opinion. He was a bit rough last season, and he, you know there was a lot of kind of people calling from Earth coming. It was crazy. This guy kept the Haya kept us, you know, relevant for years. And a bad season, people are trying to dump him. No, he's still one of the best goalkeepers in the world, in my opinion, and should be kept on until he's wet. He's wanting to leave. We screwed him out of a job, a move to Real Madrid. We screwed him out of Champions League. We screwed him out of the Premier Division. Probably just took away a bit of the Spanish call-ups when Kepa was taken off for a while. We owe the Haya a lot. And he's still one of the best in the world, and he's back to his best this season. I'm not going to talk about Lee Grant. Sergio Romero wanted to go. Why did we keep him? Why did we keep him? He's on 80 grand a week. David De Gea is on 350, I think, and I think Dean Henderson's on 120. That's an awful amount of money to have on three goalkeepers. That's probably more than, you know, I don't know, Leeds, Leeds or Brighton's whole wage structure, and we're playing for three bloody goalkeepers. You can only play one of them. I don't get it. Let him go. He wants to move. Send him off in the in, in January. He's been a great servant. Loved him when he played. Never was going to be number one. Anyone thought that was crazy, but love him for what he done. Great servant, but I think he wants to go, and I think he's there that right as well. Dean Henderson, just don't know enough about him. Um, played well for Sheffield United. I would give him another season on loan. Let him, you know, go and play. You know, maybe Everton would want him because they need a goalkeeper desperately. Um, be good experience from working under Angelotti as well. He could be. He looks like he's going to be great. I just don't know enough about him. <clears throat> Into the defenders, Victor Lindelof, average defender. Um, I think he gets a lot more stick than he should in comparison to Harry Maguire, but he he's okay. I I, I think he's okay. I would I would probably I play him over Harry Maguire anyway. He's decent. Um. Not great in the air, so you can use working at it. It's okay on the ball. I don't know. I don't know where it's standing on him. Stuck in between. Eric Bay, he's too injured. Too injured. You know, people thought, oh, well, he could have been great. We don't know. He's just injured all the time. Sell him to Arsenal. It's the, it's, it's, he's an Arsenal signing. You know, coming from a top six team or supposed top six, traditional top six, injured all the time. Sell him to Arsenal. They take him. Phil Jones is just terrible. Don't ever want to talk about him. Don't want to see him play for United again. Don't want to see him play for United in 23s. Don't want to see him play for United under 16s. Terrible, terrible defender who has somehow managed to steal living all these years and lasted how many managers and transfer windows? I almost, I'm almost in awe of how he's managed it. For that, I say fair play. But God, he's, he's just terrible, isn't he? Maguire, 80 million. Of, it's just, he's an 80 million Phil Jones. He's so slow. He's so, so slow, infuriating slow. How is he captain? How is he captain? It's infuriating how he's captain. <sighs> Luke Shaw, another infuriating player. I am not body shaming. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not the fittest man in the world myself. I carry a little bit of timber. Luke Shaw is overweight, and he has been overweight for a long time. Pochettino called him out, and I'm pretty sure Jose Mourinho called him out, or, or Van Gaal, I can't remember, one of them did. But how is he getting away with it? He's so out of shape. It's ridiculous. And it's why he's injured so much. As someone who caught, oh, you just got injured all the time when he was playing football because he probably carried a little bit more weight than he should as a footballer. It's that because when you're heavier, you land heavier. And limbs, your limbs are not as flexible when you're heavy. He needs to lose weight. And he needs, he's earning £150,000 a week. Hire a damn chef. Hire a personal trainer. Start acting responsible for yourself. 
how many times you see him in position because he's just he's just out of breath. He can't get forward and back. He's infuriating to watch. Can't stand him. Cannot stand him. Delighted we got Alex Telles. But I fear that Ollie will keep playing Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw once he comes back because that's just how Ollie is. He's a clown of a manager at times. Fosu Mensa. I don't know. Is he good enough? Who knows? I don't think so. He failed to Fulham. And someone else. I can't remember who he asked about Dalton. Um, but nah, he's just not going to be very good. Decent squad player. Seems like a good guy. Happy enough for him. Telez loved the sign. Fantastic sign. I would have preferred Telez over Regulon. The only issue I have with Telez is he's not going to be great under Oli. Telez is big. You know, Telez defensively is, is decent. Hey, I think still better than Shaw, but going forward is Telez's strength, crossing the ball in. Problem with that is under Oli's um, formation or tactics or whatever the hell it is, there's no one ever in the box. There's one person in the box at a time surrounded by five or six opposition players. Telez. Even in the last game, I think he had, I don't know, seven, eight, nine crosses, not one hit a United player. Because there's one United player in the box. People say, well, it's your responsibility to hit him. Well, when he's surrounded by five West Brom players, because all our players are too old and slow, and they're all the way back in our half, because Ollie won't let them come forward, he seems redundant. Um, fantastic price. Another great bit of work for once from the board. Uh, could have got it done quicker. Didn't have to haggle over a couple of million, but hell, whatever. Wambasaka, uh, I like Aaron Wambasaka. I just don't think he's great going forward. I personally think you convert him to a centre back, get him to stop sliding. I think he he can't read the game well enough in a in a full back position, and he's always in centrally anyway. Push him as a centre back, see what happens. He can't be worse than Maguire. Give him a go, you know. Um, that's just my opinion. Brandon Williams. Yeah, he seems decent, but he doesn't play enough anymore. Probably more of a right side than a left side defender. Axel Tuanzebi, or Tuanzebi, how you say it, I'm not sure. Um, Yeah, he could be good. He's injured a good bit. He looks like he's got a good bit, of, bit about him. Just needs to run the games. In my opinion, I'd put him and Lindelof in the central defence rather than Maguire. I can't stand Maguire in central defence. Uh, Tendon Mengi, I don't know enough about him. I've heard good things about him though, but um, I just I've never seen enough of him. But if I've heard, you know, listening to Stephen Housen, for example, I know he's a very very intelligent around yeah, the United U team, very level headed. He seems like he's 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 raving about him. So I I tend to follow what Housen says and around the kind of youth players. So I think he, we have a good player in our hands there. Paul Pogba, frustrating, absolutely frustrating. He doesn't want to be here. Just let him go. Let's not do a David De Gea and him and stop him winning Champions Leagues and other leagues. Let him go. He wants to go. He hates playing for Manchester United, from what I can tell. Doesn't put an effort in. Infuriating to watch. Loses the ball too much. Doesn't shoot enough. Too slow on the ball. He's got so much more potential. He just doesn't want to show because he doesn't want to be here. Let him go. Let him go to Madrid or, or Juventus. Try swap him. Try swap him for Ronaldo. Try swap him for Varane. Just try swap him. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Juan Mata should have went about two years ago. I can't stand seeing him starting the right side. He hasn't been... I, I don't understand why he plays right side. Mourinho did it. Van Gaal did it. Pretty sure Moyes did it. If anything, he's a, a centre-attacking midfielder, but he's just not quick enough anymore. Fantastic brain on him, but he's just not got the physical attributes anymore. He's just... Should retire. Fantastic person. Great charity work. Really nice guy, but no. He's, he's finished as a top-quality player. Jesse Lingard... Much like Phil Jones, how is he still at Manchester United? How has he survived this long? What does he do? People talk about this 
Jesse had a great few months. When? He scored a few goals. Watch his overall place. He's terrible on the ball. He can't hold on to it. He's not very strong. He's not very quick. He's not very skillful. His shot is decent, but he's not very good at passing. He's not very good at link-up play. It's just his pal. He's a pal with, with Marcus Rashford, who's best mates with, with Ollie, apparently. So, I don't know. Uh, Fred, it can be 50-50 with Fred. He could be fantastic. He could also be very poor. His passing is, is not great in the shooting. He has to stop shooting. Jesus, yeah, stop shooting. What I like about him is he gets the ball, he looks forward. Unlike Matic or McTominay, he, he, he go backwards his hood. Fred will look forward. He may go backwards his because that's all the options we have, but on average, he'll go forward. Bruno Fernandes, best signing in a long time. He's up there with Rooney, Ronaldo, Van Persie, um, for me, and signings. My fear for Bruno is he's not going to flourish in the early and I fear he's going to be affected with the Manchester United gene of becoming a crap player, much like Pogba. Again, crap's a strong word, but a player who should be fantastic or world-class or whatever you want to call him, but under the poor system as Manchester United just become bad. We end up selling him and becomes top quality somewhere else. Daniel James is just awful. He just runs forward. That's all he can do. He doesn't have to pick a pass out. He doesn't have to look forward and look up and go, who's in the box? He just launches it across and just runs straight. He's loan him out. I would sell him personally, but if you're if you think he can come something, loan him out. Send him to Leeds. Bielsa will do fantastic work with him. Go for it. Uh, Facundo Palestri, don't know anything about him. Not going to go into him. Nemanja Matic is done. Let him go. People talk about, well, he's the best we have in central defensive midfielder. Well, I put it to you this way. If if you have a, a, a tap of water, you know, a tap of fossil, whatever you call it, and that tap is leaking, would you replace the tap or would you go, well, it's the only tap I have. The water's going to keep leaking until you replace it. Matic is a leaky tap. He's not good enough anymore. Let him go. Sell him off. He should have went years ago. Much like Fellaini should have went. Van de Beek could be unbelievable. But Ali won't play him. Why won't he play him? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. This man has a, it comes from Ajax, who are fantastic at producing players. Top quality. Movement, passing, shooting. Should be starting. My opinion should be, should be Donny, should be... Pogba and it should be Bruno or possibly Fred, Donny and Bruno. Or I think Pogba is the way he is, you know. Scott McTominay, oh, again, another player I can't stand. So basic. He's just a basic player. Squad player is fine. Basic outside of that. Wouldn't ever start him. Forwards, Cavani can be, I think Cavani actually could be, although I don't like the signing, I think it could be a very bit, a shrewd bit of business. I think he had a few goals in there. He's seen him come on West, West Brom. His movement is so much better. It's what Martial and Rashford lack. He moves so much. Rashford and Marshall don't move in the box. They move outside the box. So I would personally, I'd like to see Marshall, Cavani and Greenwood or Marshall, Cavani and, and Rashford with Greenwood replacing Cavani. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Marshall, not a striker in my opinion. He's he, he has the potential to be great. I just don't think he wants to be great. I think he's happy being the way he is, but I think left wing cutting in is where he should play. Um, but I love him. I love him as a player. He's one of my favorite players. The song Tony Marshall comes from France is fantastic to hear, whether it be on FIFA or live. He's one of my favorite, but he needs to do more. He's a bit lazy at times, but I really like him as a player. Rashford, infuriating. I think Rashford, we hype too much. He's 92.0. He can be special on some days. He, he's, he's poor on most days. I, I think he's overhyped. He's fantastic off the pitch. I love what he does for the kids off the pitch. And you got to respect that. We also have to separate that from the player that he is. He's infuriating. He doesn't do the simple things. He's not a striker. He's not a winger. 
he's nanny. He doesn't know what he wants to be. It's potential, but that's all he is, and that potential, much like Jesse Lingard, will come age eventually. You need to start moving up. Mason Greenwood is the best raw talent in the world, in my opinion. He, he has potential to be unbelievable, and I hope he meets that. I just, I, you know, the media are going to ruin him because, you know, let's not get political, but the media are going to ruin him. They, they've started with all the, you know, the, the crap they're talking about him. But he's Van Persie. Van Persie all over. The way he moves the shot, he's... He's the one bright shining light we have in this team with Bruno Fernandez, in my opinion. David Ahead, obviously, but David Ahead is just he's just there all the time. Then we have Igalo. Ridiculous sign. Why did we sign him? It was funny for the first few games. He's couple of such what the hell is he doing in Manchester United? What is wrong with his board? Anyway, that's me ranting about team players. I probably don't make sense. And it's my first podcast, and hopefully in time I'll get better at it. Yeah, unfortunately, the uh, app I use only allows 30 minutes without paying. So if this does get big in the future, I'll pay and I'll be able to do more than 30 minutes. Um, but sure, look, if you if you do hear it and you want to talk to me, give us an email at Manchester's, Manchester's Green Podcast at gmail.com. I'll set up a Twitter and probably an Instagram wherever soon, just not now at the moment. And uh, hopefully I'll hear from people. Hopefully someone hears this. Disagree with me. Maybe I talk crap. I probably do, um, but hopefully it can grow and, you know, we'll talk to people in the future and get some people on and maybe one day interact with the, this, the, the fan channels. Um, but look, take care of yourselves in this day that we're, this age that we're in with the COVID-19. Um, wash your hands, stay home when you can, get out when you, when you need to because you got to look after your mental health. Um, wear a mask. That's what I say. Don't be needed. Just wear a bloody mask. And uh, I'll talk to you guys again after probably I'll probably do on Wednesday after the Manchester United versus Besiktas. No, it's not Besiktas. Sorry, it's Istanbul something or other. Uh, but look, take care and I'll catch you guys later. Um.